Hey everyone, I'm Josh. And I'm Anna. And this is the Jesus and Next Gens podcast. Join us each week as we talk about faith, the Bible, culture, and family. We hope these conversations challenge and encourage you to intentionally pursue Jesus in your life and your family. Well, hey everyone. Uh, thanks for joining us today. Um, today we are focusing on parenting. And so we know that you know, you may not be a parent um, listening to this episode, but parenting is a big responsibility and and I a mean, big honor and joy too. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we don't know anyone who really feels like they have it all together. Um, but looking at mothers and fathers in scriptures, we can see there are, are no perfect parents um, from Adam and Eve to Joseph and Mary. We can see how imperfect parents learn from God, um, who is a perfect parent, a heavenly father, and so. Mm-hmm. And so we just want to talk about um, what it means to be a parent and kind of learn from some experiences that um, some parents have. And today we have uh, Savannah Nicolo joining us. Um, Savannah, you want to just share a little bit about yourself for our listeners? Hello. Um, so a little bit about me. I am a mom of two, almost three um kiddos so I have a five-year-old a two-year-old and one due anytime (laughs) so um yeah I work for the church with Anna and Josh and just have created a great friendship with them and yeah so that's me (laughs) awesome so um obviously we know that you're a parent and we have loved getting to watch you parent these really cute little kids what are some of your favorite parenting moments to date? If you just have a couple short, fun stories. Oh, so fun stories are different. Um, well, so I have to say, as I thought through this question, like what is my favorite parenting moment of all time? Has to be the day your kids are born. Has to be. Like, I know that sounds like a very cliche answer, but any parent who's listening knows the moment you see your kid for the first time you're just like in awe that you created this human being I can remember when Jackson was born and they handed him to me for the first time everyone started laughing because I just kept being like I made this I made this um that is probably my favorite and then also probably watching my kids learn to walk um so Jackson didn't learn to walk until he was just about one But then you have my little Miss Callie, who is sassy, independent, go-getter, who started walking at nine months and just watching them take their steps and their joy and then their stumbles and then just keep getting up. It's probably been my favorite parenting moment. That's awesome. Very wholesome. (laughs) (laughs) What are some simple ways to start incorporating biblical principles and practices into your family? Like, are there any rhythms that you and Ian incorporate into your lives uh, so that your kids start to know who Jesus is? Well, so I've always grown up in church, so I'm a pastor's kid. So I grew up in and around church being a part of kind of my whole life. Um, So for me, it was always really important that it was always an open conversation. So obviously, Callie's really young. She's two. So some of the rhythms that she sees is she wants to pray every time we sit down to have a meal she grabs everyone's hand and she goes pray pray and just being an example and having godly examples in their lives I think speaks volumes for them um whereas Jackson who's now five like 
he asks questions and knows he can ask questions. And it's okay if he doesn't understand like this concept of who God is and, and Jesus who died on the cross. And so just being able to, we've always incorporated like reading books about God and about the stories in the Bible and made it always fun, but we also never made it forced. And I think that was always important. He's seen faith throughout all of the people in his life, right? But now he knows that he has that opportunity to ask anybody a question. Like if he doesn't know, like Christmas, being able to explain what that is, because Christmas for kids, they get a lot of presents under a tree. Like what? That's so exciting. But to be able to sit down and let him ask, oh, this is about Jesus being born. Um, yeah. So just, just things like that. I don't know if that really answered your question, but no, it did. And actually it, it makes a point that like you guys focus so much on the environment, like creating an, at, an atmosphere mm-hmm. where he can ask questions where she mm-hmm. can like, you know, really start to embrace some of the practices like prayer and, mm-hmm. um, and from what we've like, I'm sure you've heard it too, but like creating that a culture and an environment for a kid is so important early on, yeah. whether that's like talking about just general principles like general behavior or biblical principles too. Mm-hmm. So that's mm-hmm. a really great point that you made. Yeah, I think that's a really tangible example of, uh, you know, the the parenting chapter or the parenting verses that people always talk about is in Deuteronomy when he says like, um, impress these the law on your children and talk about them when you're sitting at home or when you're walking walking along the road or laying down. I think that's a great example of it doesn't always look like, hey kids, we're gonna sit and talk about Jesus right now, all the time. Um, which sometimes you do sit down and have those conversations, but sometimes it's just seeing that example and having those conversations naturally as they come up. So I think that's a really good example of that and just real life. Yeah. And I have like the best little story I have to tell you, because it's such a proud little mom moment. Um, You know, Jackson goes to a Christian school, so he gets it integrated into his education as well. He's in pre-K. But one of the things that was so amazing to me was he went to his grandparents' house. Um, he, they picked him up after school while I was at a, an appointment and he got there and my nephew had had a broken arm and had a cast on. And when he found out that the cast was off, he told uh, my mother-in-law, he's like, Mima, today at school, I praised God that Brody was healed, that his arm was all better. And like, that's the most genuine version of faith. Like I, I, I love hearing that and knowing that he wasn't saying that to me to impress me or felt like he had to do that to check a box for mama and dada who had an expectation. It was, he genuinely was like praising God that his cousin's arm was healed and out of the cast. And just, it just shows that sometimes we make it so much more complicated than it has to be. Just living out our faith and walking it out is an example to them. So that sounds like that experience is really impactful for you as a parent to just see how his faith has kind of been shaped and molded even in such a young age. What has parenting taught you over these past few years as a mother um, of two soon to be three? How has that impacted your faith or impacted your perception of yourself and your life? Um, What are some things that you've kind of learned or seen about yourself as a parent? Well, if you know me personally, you know I love to talk about motherhood, and I love to talk about how it's um, grown me as a person, but I say that my kids were all sent, were all given to me to raise um, at the perfect time when I needed them. Parenting has taught me a lot. 
about my faith. Um, I think the biggest thing is for my control freak self to realize that I'm not in control and that's okay, but God is. And uh, really in the last year, God has worked so heavily in me in surrendering my kids to him. And what that means is not, or to me, what it means is not making my kids, raising them my idol, right? Like I'm not going to do everything perfect. I'm going to stumble. I'm going to fall. But knowing that I can truly lay them at the altar of God and say, I trust that what you're doing is what's best for them. Mm -hmm. And I, I think specifically when Callie, Callie had um, some hospital stays last winter with RSV and all that, that was a big moment for me to just be like, God really opened my eyes and like, okay, this is what surrender looks like. It's trusting that I've got them and trusting that he's got me and that it's not all on my shoulders and just laying it all out to him has grown my faith more than I think I could ever imagine. Um, but it's creating that trust with God. Right. And I mentioned my favorite action of my kids or parenting moment being them walking for the first time. And I use this analogy all the time and it probably drives people crazy, but it is that like, nobody scolds your kid when you fall after taking their first step. Mm -hmm. No one says, ah, you should have taken another one right then and there. Instead we celebrate, oh my gosh, you did it. Get back up, try it again. And, and that to me is what's so important is that's what God's doing to us is he's celebrating that we took a step forward and it's okay when we fall, he's there to comfort us, right? Like he's there to wrap his big arms around us and give us a hug and encourage us to get back up. Uh, so I think overall just has really helped me grasp who God is in a deeper way. You learn a lot about your kids, but you learn a lot about yourself yeah. in a relationship with God for sure. Do you have any other uh, advice for you know those individuals navigating parenthood parenting is hard i know that's probably not what you want to hear but it's factual and it's the truth and it's it's not easy but you are the perfect parent for your child mm. and whatever that may be like whether you're fostering a child like god has put them in your life for a reason and you are the perfect person for them in that moment or if you're adopting or if it, it's your biological child whatever that may be or a step parent like know that god has put you in that place mm -hmm. and that you don't have to be perfect you are enough and when you feel like you are not that just reminds you to go to god and say all right god i'm <laughs> i'm not enough but you can help me walk through this and it's just really humbling just humbling yourself and and having having the ability to say to yourself it's okay to not have it all together right mm -hmm. like I don't have everything together all the time but I know that God has given me these gifts to raise these kids there's a lot of grace in that and just knowing that he's in control and he's got these kids no matter what yeah even when they drive us crazy <laughs> Well, I think that as someone who doesn't have kids, this has been a really encouraging conversation just to see and recognize all the different ways that God uses parenting as a way to just show us more of his character because he is our father. And so getting to see him in new ways, getting to see ourselves in new ways, um, and then taking on this incredible and 
joy-filled and also a difficult responsibility of raising these tiny humans. Um, it's just such an incredible thing to, to hear about um, just the ways that that can look in different ways from something as simple as praying together as a family or um, answering questions when they come up to the more profound. Um, there's just so many different ways that our faith can impact our families. Um, and so it's just really encouraging to hear the different ways that that's happened in your own family. Um, so for everyone out there that's listening, if you are a parent or if you're hoping to become a parent someday, or maybe you're not even uh, parenting in the traditional sense, but there are kids that look up to you in your life. Um, we just hope that this is encouraging for you to, to remember and acknowledge that um, you don't have to be perfect to impact people's lives and you don't have to have all the answers or have it all together to point your kids to Jesus. Um, so we hope that this has encouraged you and um, there's some resources below in the show notes if you're looking for more information on how um, parenting and faith interact together. Hey everyone, thanks for listening to today's episode. Don't forget to check out the show notes for links to the resources mentioned during the episode. We love your support and feedback, so please subscribe, rate and review, and share this podcast with friends and family. We really hope you enjoyed today's podcast, and we really want to answer more of your questions. So if there's any questions that you still have about the Bible or about anything else, we would love to hear from you. You can email us at jesusandnextgens at outlook.com. See you next time.